following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Good afternoon, and welcome to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Over the next hour, you'll learn how to see your true self in the midst of life's twists and turns. You'll be challenged to think outside of the box when it comes to the mysteries of life. Now, here's your host, Andrea Matthews. Good afternoon, and welcome to Authentic Living. Our guest today is Crystal Nani, a medical intuitive who has developed a reputation for pinpoint accuracy in her medical intuitive readings. She's the author of A Diary of a Medical Intuitive, Sacred Choices, and of the CDs Healing Your First Three Chakras and Transforming Your Archetypes, as well as of her latest book and the topic of today's discussion, Guidance 24-7. Her clairvoyant gifts are genetic, having been passed down to her from both sides of her family and emerging at the age of eight. Early on in her 16-year career as an RN working in ER trauma center, she found that she often knew the diagnoses before the tests came back. Through her experience, she's come to understand and has the ability to relate both the diagnosis and its energetic cause. Crystal is an interfaith minister who teaches the principles of spiritual responsibility to audiences around the world. Crystal, welcome to Authentic Living. So glad to have you today. Thank you very much. I'm so glad to be here. Yeah, you know, I was just uh, saying before we started that uh, one of your my favorite books of yours is Sacred Choices, and I want to spend just a minute or two talking about the content of that book because I think it's an excellent precursor to Guidance 24-7. So if you don't mind, you spoke in that book about a tribal belief, and I want to ask you about that. What do you mean by a tribal belief? What I mean is wherever we were born, whoever raised us, whatever society we belong to, we have been taught how to be good people, or how to belong to a tribe. These tribal beliefs were meant to protect us, but in some cases they actually inhibit us or are out of alignment with our spirit. For example, when we say you have to work hard, you know, all work in order to succeed, or no pain, no gain, you're setting up a cellular memory that says everything you do in life has to be hard. Now, in the old days, it may have held true, but it doesn't hold true as we evolve spiritually. So what I did is I found all of these limiting beliefs based on all of the seminars that I taught around the country, and I cataloged them into a book so that people could actually go and see themselves in the book and then learn how to change them so that they could evolve much quicker. Right. So when we change an, a tribal belief... It's not necessarily saying, as I remember the book, it's not necessarily saying no to some tribal belief, but rather yes to something more authentic inside of ourselves. Yes, everybody in the family um, sticks together with these limiting tribal beliefs, and somebody has to be the leader and step outside of the tribe and say, wait a minute, let me look at a new paradigm. Let me look at something a little bit differently. And, for example, when we have the tribal belief about grief, I'm sure you've witnessed this when someone dies, 
if we don't continue to grieve every year, if we don't downplay our happiness during the holidays, what it says is that we didn't really love the person and it's a way of disrespecting them almost, when in fact that is a limiting belief because the truth is we can still remember them, we can still honor them, we can still love them and continue on with our life. So these tribal beliefs put us into conflict between following the tribe or following our spirit that says, wait a minute, move on, heal the wound, and remember that person and still love them. So the book is about getting out of conflict because conflict drains your energy. And when your energy goes down, your overall vibration goes down. And that is actually the definition of illness, be it of the mind, body, or spirit. Okay. That's crystal clear. So, okay, if, if you have a limiting belief and you want to, uh, and, and it uh, blurs your thinking or your paradigm about life, then it would be extremely difficult to really get clear on guidance. Is that true? It would be. Imagine um, if you have a tribal belief about God or a higher power that if you ask for something, you will owe something. Well, if I had that belief, I wouldn't ask for guidance either because I would be worried about what I might owe. Imagine if you had a tribal belief that said only weak people ask their higher power for help. We should pick ourselves up by the bootstraps and do it on our own. Again, it would limit you from asking for guidance, which would put you into the divine flow and help you to live intuitively and make your life so very much easier. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so dealing with tribal beliefs then and, and being able to see yourself more clearly, authentically, I will say, uh, would be part of the way that we get to the place where we can get the clarity to get guidance 24-7. Yes, it's all about removing the distractions. Any kind of a conflict between you, your soul, and your tribe is a distraction. Anything that promotes fear inside of you is a distraction. So we want to eliminate the distractions, and most limiting tribal beliefs are unconscious, which is why when people pick up sacred choices and begin to read it, they look at it, and there's something that it's a shiver of truth that runs through them, and they say, aha, that's me. That's what I believe. I need to do something about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to recognize it as false, that's the hard part, too, is to recognize that those beliefs really aren't, really aren't true at all. Yes, yes, and we've had so many supposed truths in our world, such as the world is flat, that we have been shown were not actually accurate. And that's why it's so important to listen to the voice of your spirit, because for me, the spirit is the highest evolved part of us, the part most of us like our higher power or God. And that's where our inspiration, our creativity, our brains come from, if you will. So we want to listen to that part of us, not the group or the tribe that very often lived in fear and was trying to protect us and keep the tribe together. You see, when someone steps out of the tribe and begins to think differently, it could alter the tribe. People will evolve with you, or the tribe could actually cease to exist. So it's a very frightening thing, but someone has to be the leader and take that step. That's what spiritual evolution is all about. Exactly, exactly. Okay, so one more question about that, and then we, I want to move more clearly into 24-7. Um, you, you mentioned that a lot of these beliefs are in the unconscious, and I know that one of the things that Carl Jung said was that, he didn't say it this way, but that basically everything about us and the way we think and are 
has evolved from the unconscious. So how is it that we get in touch with the unconscious? Well, first of all, like I said, taking a look at the tribal beliefs, when you read them in a book, you see yourself. The other way is to really tap into and really discover your own intuition. Everybody has some measure of intuition to be able to say, oh, that feels off or that doesn't feel right. When you get those little hits, it's learning to pay attention to them because that is your spirit speaking to you or what you might want to call the unconscious or the part of you you haven't really given a lot of time or development to. So the more you become aware of this information that is around you all the time, just like the subconscious, as long as you start to tap into it, you will uncover so many different ways that you are preventing yourself from embracing your blueprint and being the true person you were meant to be. Blueprint. That's an interesting word. That's one of the things that came up in Sacred Choices, so I'm going to have to say I lied last time. I'm going to ask more about that. What is the blueprint? (laughs) Everybody has a blueprint. Did you ever wonder why, for example, you might be more comfortable in one country or another or why you are drawn to flowers or why you like the woods or whatever it is that you like? It's about your blueprint, and your blueprint is not only the sum total of all that has occurred to you as you were growing up, but it's also your archetypal makeup, your archetypal blueprint, whether you have a slave or you have a victim or you have a princess. It's the whole holistic view of who you are. And when a person becomes in touch with their blueprint, they will find out their purpose in life and they will also be doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing. And by that I mean you will be doing a profession or a job that jazzes you. It won't feel like work. You will be drawn to something that you are so good at, you wake up and you say, oh, this is a breeze. I like it. So knowing your blueprint is essential for you to really follow the path to your purpose and to raise your vibration. Right, right. Okay, now we have just a few more minutes before the break, so we'll start a little bit on the 24 guide, 24-7 uh, guidance. What you're basically saying in there is that we really can guide ourselves. We really can understand the next step for ourselves. Is that true? I love to hear you say that. Love, love, love it. You said it so <laughs> simply. We can guide ourselves. Yes, yes, and yes. The whole idea is when you get rid of the distractions, when you begin to raise your vibration, and I show ways in the book how to do that, when you do that, you are more open, more present to receiving guidance, to hearing your intuition, to seeing the synchronicity that is all around us because everything we need is actually right here. And the more aware you become, the more in your body, the more grounded, the less out there that you are, the easier your life is going to become. Okay, and that easy life sort of flies in the face of the tribal beliefs that life's supposed to be hard. Oh, yes, you're supposed to earn everything, and it's supposed to be hard. And, oh, by the way, spiritual growth takes at least 40 years, so don't think you can do it so quickly as in overnight. But the truth is that you can. I see this time and time again. I watch people heal. I watch people learn about their intuition. I watch people ask for guidance and get it in a matter of minutes. I watch people follow their guidance and change their lives in ways they couldn't even imagine. Their lives improve, they heal, 
everything changes for the good because your spirit is only going to guide you in the right direction. Your spirit is only going to guide you in a way that is for your highest good. It's about getting people to stop being afraid of listening. Okay. All right. Stop being afraid of listening. Uh, uh, And listeners out there, (laughs) we're going to talk some more about not being afraid of listening right after this break. I'm back again and hear more from Crystal Nani. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network. I begin each day with an intention to be open to guidance, to expect guidance, to trust and appreciate when guidance comes. With these intentions, each day is easier to navigate. Hi, I'm Sonia Choquette. When I decided to trust my guidance and further my education, I chose the American Institute of Holistic Theology, A-I-H-T, with a soulful pathway to deep learning. In my own home, on my own schedule, I earn my Ph.D. in metaphysics. You know, the value of wisdom only grows, and in developing our own gifts, we can help others evolve, too. That's how it works. These self-paced programs in holistic health, metaphysics, holistic ministries, parapsychic science, and holistic theology can embolden your spirit to change the world. And the time has come for us all to do our part in changing the world. So in this moment, call the American Institute of Holistic Theology. The number is 1-800-650-4325. In this moment, visit AIHT.edu. All my love. When I found out my jeans were made using child labor in sweatshops, I wrote a letter to the company saying, reconsider your labor practices. A few months later, I get a letter back saying thanks for being a loyal customer, and they included a coupon for a 25% discount on their jeans. So I got smart, wrote letters every day to all the stores that carry the brand, asking them to stop supporting the companies who use child labor in sweatshops. And I just kept getting letters back thanking me for my concerns and more coupons for more discounts on more jeans. So I'm telling my friend about it, and she flips out, saying that between all the letters and coupons, some paper company cut down a small forest, driving off two indigenous tribes, hundreds of endangered animals, killing thousands of plant species, some of which may have contained vaccines for HIV, cancer, and syphilis. Meanwhile, the guys cutting down the trees are 13-year-old kids who will work night and day for months just to save up enough money to buy a pair of jeans made by child labor in sweatshops. Saving the world isn't easy, but saving a life is. Just one pint of blood can save up to three lives. Visit bloodsaves.com to learn more. This public service announcement was brought to you by the Ad Council. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. You're listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment about today's show, call in now, toll free, 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You can also send your questions or comments by email to Andrea at andreamatthewslpc.com. Now, back to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. And we're back today talking to Crystal Nani about guidance 24-7. And this show is brought to you by the American Institute of Holistic Theology. 
So we left off at the, before the break talking about fear of listening, how, how it is that we need to learn to listen and how fear of listening is an, an issue. So can we talk some more about that? Sure. It almost sounds like a paradox. Why would anyone be afraid of listening to guidance that we know where it comes from, a good source, a light source, a high vibration source? Why would we be afraid to listen to something that's really good for us? And the number one answer that I hear is that I'm going to find out something that I don't want to know. And the irony is, you already know it. And that's one of the major questions I always ask people in a workshop. What is it that you already know that you don't want to know? Perhaps it means you need to leave a relationship, change a job, move across the country. People are afraid that these changes will disrupt their lives and be frightening and scary, and sometimes, yes, they are. But each and every time I talk to someone who listened to the guidance, who listened to something they didn't want to know but already knew on that deep soul level, and they followed it, their life changed dramatically. For me, I had the same experience. Each and every time I would learn something intuitively, my logical mind would fight against it because at heart I am an empirical scientist. Show me the evidence. I am the skeptic. Show me. Prove it to me. And so when my logical mind would fight against knowing what the diagnosis was before a lab test came back, or I would receive a piece of intuition about someone who was going to come, become sick with an illness, I didn't really want to know that, and so I fought it. And it wasn't until I decided to absolutely use my gifts full-time to help the world that I finally opened up and listened and realized I am just the instrument. I bring the message to you. I look at your field. I read your energy system, and I look at what is going on physically, spiritually, emotionally. What is happening with you? What do you need to know? I'm like the megaphone for your soul. I tell you what you know already on a deep level. I bring it out into the physical world so that then you have a choice to listen or not. And for me, knowledge, even when it's scary, even when sometimes it's painful, knowledge is personal power because then you have a choice what you can do with your life. So when you're told intuitively it's time to end your relationship, many people will drag it on for another two years or three years even though they know their soul is clamoring and telling them it's time to go they don't listen and life becomes almost untenable. And when they finally do turn around and listen, everything changes for the better. So I urge people, at least be willing to hear your guidance. Don't make a commitment to follow it just yet. Maybe that's too scary for you. But at least open up to listening to it, and you will hear what you need to hear. Right, right. And, and what we don't seem to get also in there is that when life becomes untenable, then we have to make the choice and then we have to wade through a bunch of other garbage that got mixed up in there <laughs> in order exactly. to listen to the guidance that we got in the first place. It's like a lot of what I do is preventive medicine and I tell people once a person is sick, it becomes a lot more complicated. But if you listen to the guidance and you take the steps you need to take before you become sick, then it's a lot less complicated and easier for you. But people still say it's frightening. But I have to tell you, Andrea, every single time someone will say to me, I knew. 
Somewhere deep inside I knew, but I just wasn't ready to listen. I was just too afraid to really listen. Right, right, right. And I think I wonder about this. I have a theory, and I don't know whether this is something you would agree with or not. I have a theory that we sometimes don't really trust that that guidance we're going to get is coming from a good source. That yes. the truth, the 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 that maybe the higher self isn't really a higher self after all, that it's something else entirely because well, we don't really I, trust ourselves. I, I hear you. I go above and beyond the higher self. You know, I, I know that there is a higher vibration than all of us. And one of the ways to really tell the difference between head chatter and guidance is first and foremost, guidance generally comes in less than ten words. You're not going to hear a dissertation. Well, I want you to go down the street and meet this person and do this and do that. It doesn't work that way. It says stop, leave, go. It'll tell you something very succinctly. The second thing is when that guidance comes in, the way you distinguish it from head chatter, there is no emotional resonance with the guidance. You hear, leave your relationship. There is no emotion attached to it. It is completely and utterly neutral until a nanosecond later when the emotion kicks in and you say, what? So that is one of the most profound ways to tell the difference between head chatter and guidance so that you can trust the guidance. Few words and no emotional component. And you also, with guidance, you're not going to hear a wishy-washy answer. Well, sort of or maybe. You're also not going to make spreadsheets about the pros and the cons. It will be very simple. Stop what you're doing. Leave your job. Right. That's simple it is. Okay. Well, that's crystal clear. Less than 10 words, neutral, and no pros and cons, not blurry. You got it. Okay. Yeah, and that, I, I think that's great because that is, it, it tends to put us back into the stillness where we can really hear. When we know it's not going to be some big, long lecture, then we don't think we have to listen for that long. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that's great. That's great. And, you know, you just brought up a really good point. When a person, person's mind is chattering away and spinning around at night and lying awake and what do I do, how do I do it, you know you are completely and utterly out of the flow. You are disconnected from your higher self or your spirit. You're completely out there. And that's the time to set an intention, say a little prayer. And For me, a prayer is just communication with a higher source or God, just to say, help me get grounded again. Help me to stay focused. Help me to hear what I need to hear. That's the time when you hear all that head chatter and you're lying awake. That's such a red flag that says, I need to do something about this. Okay, so that kind of anxiety is, is a sign to come back into the stillness. It's, it's, it's a message from the authentic self saying, hey, listen in. True? Exactly. And that's what, you know, um, the second edition of Guidance 24-7, I'm talking about living intuitively with divine direction. Here's the scoop. When we make our own choices, we can pretty much make a mess of things. We've all done it, have we not? Mm -hmm. The deal of it is when you listen to guidance, your life will be divinely directed. And like I was saying earlier, it will be easier and it will get you on your path a lot faster. That is so very, very important. And in the book, I teach people how to recognize their own guidance. Now, for me, sometimes I'll see skywriting, I'll feel things, I hear things. 
I think you're aware that I can smell cancer from at least 50 feet away. I have many, many different ways I get information through dreams. My intuition guidance comes so many different ways. And for each and every person, they have to sit down and say, okay, what does my intuition look like, smell like, sound like, feel like? And once you identify how you tap into intuition, you will notice it so much more frequently and you'll trust it and you'll ask for it and you'll be aware of it. And that's an important point that I make in the book, in the book to take your time and find out what your intuition is all about. Right, because each person has an individual pathway through which exactly. we can get guidance. Exactly. Okay. All right. Exactly. Okay, so how does synchronicity fit into that? I got it. Synchronicity is more external than internal, so how does that fit? Well, here's the situation. If you are less distracted, more grounded, fully present, and you're listening to your guidance, your guidance will say, I want you to go down to the corner store and, uh, you know, buy a newspaper. Let's say that's your guidance, and you think, well, that's not so big and great. But you go down to the corner store, and lo and behold, you meet someone in that corner store who has something specifically for you. I've had it happen so many times in a workshop where someone will decide to eat lunch with someone, they receive guidance, and that person will have the exact thing that they need. For example, someone who is working on a, um, a fragrant line, you know, fragrance and uh, supplement line, they knew that there was some, something missing, and they ended up sitting down with the actual scientist who said, oh, this is what you need. This is why the formula isn't working. Wow. Now, had that person not listened to her guidance to go and eat with that other person, that synchronistic event would never happen. So synchronistically, or let me say it differently, synchronicity is all around us all the time. Everything we need is right there, but we have to look up and notice it, and we have to listen to the guidance that says, go over there, talk to this person, do this, move across the country in order to access it. But it is always, always there. Okay. And that, that is something that we can come to trust through the experience of actually listening. It's interesting. The paradox is that we have to listen before we can learn to listen. But it doesn't <laughs> be true. <laughs> well said. Well said. And, yes, you know, each and every time a person experiences one of these events, these synchronistic events, wow, that was so incredible. Each time it's a building block of evidence for those empirical scientists like myself. So it says, look, see what happened? And that's another question that I always ask people. Have you ever listened to true guidance, true guidance, and come out anywhere other than better than you were before? And they always tell me, no, I always come out better. So, you know, base your trust on facts. Base your trust on your past experience. Absolutely. Let it build your confidence in your intuition. Right. So the more we do it, the more we'll know we can do it. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. okay. So, and I, we, we just have a few more minutes before the break here, but I want to say in, in terms of get di divine direction for our lives, uh, overcoming blocks, when we encounter a block to our sense of self, our sense of, of direction, I should say, um, is that the enemy or is that something we have to fight with? I guess we're going to have to come back to this after the break, but the question is, Will we have to fight with this, or is it something we can just move toward the light in? Great question. We'll answer it shortly. Okay. We're going to be back in just a minute. This is Authentic Living 
brought to you by the American Institute of Holistic Theology. We're talking today to Crystal Nani. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network. Dad, can I ask you something? Sure. There's this girl I kind of like. Say no more. You just have to impress her. Okay, but how? Just, I don't know, pick up a lot of heavy things around her. Like what? You know, desks, chairs, people. Grunt if you have to. Grunt? Yeah, be like, oh! Uh. There you go. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt U.S. Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. I begin each day with an intention to be open to guidance, to expect guidance, to trust and appreciate when guidance comes. With these intentions, each day is easier to navigate. Hi, I'm Sonia Choquette. When I decided to trust my guidance and further my education, I chose the American Institute of Holistic Theology, A-I-H-T, with a soulful pathway to deep learning. In my own home, on my own schedule, I earn my Ph.D. in metaphysics. You know, the value of wisdom only grows, and in developing our own gifts, we can help others evolve, too. That's how it works. These self-paced programs in holistic health, metaphysics, holistic ministries, parapsychic science, and holistic theology can embolden your spirit to change the world. And the time has come for us all to do our part in changing the world. So in this moment, call the American Institute of Holistic Theology. The number is 1-800-650-4325. In this moment, visit A-I-H-T dot E-D-U. All my love. What can you tell me about SkillsUSA? SkillsUSA teaches you employability skills. So you know how to deal with people, you have teamwork, your resume is going to look awesome. Well, it's important to know your technical skills, but not only that, to have soft skills, the skills of learning how to communicate with people. web at skillsusa.org. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network. You're listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment about today's show, call in now, toll free. 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You can also send your questions or comments by email to Andrea at andreamatthewslpc.com. Now, back to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. And we're back having a great time talking to Crystal Nani today about guidance and how you can tap into your own internal guidance. And just before the break, the question I asked was, uh, when we encounter a block uh, to our understanding of divine guidance, would that become, would that, does that block become an enemy, or is that something we sort of find a way around by focusing on something else? Well, let me first talk about the block to our guidance. Okay. 
One of the major things that I find is when someone's having a block to, to their guidance, the simpler problems are, you know, too much in conflict, uh, out of their body, not fully present. Let's say all of those things, we've taken care of them. The other problem that I find is when someone has a third chakra issue, and that third chakra is all about knowing yourself, having a relationship with yourself, but it's also the spiritual issue of developing self-esteem and confidence. And when I see someone with a low energy in their third chakra, they very often find a block to their guidance. And it's interesting you said, does that become almost like an enemy? And I will say that's why I put techniques into the book Guidance 24-7 on how to heal the third chakra because if you don't have a balanced, fully energetic third chakra, it will be your enemy. It will stop you from moving forward. It will stop you from healing guidance, uh, from hearing guidance. It can stop you from healing because you don't believe that you deserve it. It will stop you from experiencing a lot of goodness in life or even having a relationship with a higher power or God because you'll think, I'm nobody. Or, worst of all, is that when you are called to be of service, no matter what that looks like, helping a neighbor across the street, going into a foreign country to you know, dig wells, when you are asked to be of service, if your third chakra is not healthy, you will say, I can't do it. I'm not enough. I don't have the gifts and talents to be able to be of service. And that is a severe deterrent. So before anything else, I would say to people, if you're having that kind of a block, get in touch with the third chakra, follow the, follow the techniques I have in the book, and start to heal it. Okay. So then uh, the answer is it can be healed. It doesn't have to be something you fight with. The reason I ask that question is because I have so many t people talk to me about that very issue that they th sort of figure out what's going on, and then they start trying to duke it out with that that thing like it's the enemy and and my response to that is you don't get a response from no you get a response from yes and so I, I try to help people to understand that there's a there's a way of looking toward the authentic self that is also looking away from the block do you see what I'm saying yes, yes absolutely well said Andrea mm -hmm. okay all right so now you said that there's a story about how uh, somebody cleared a haunted house synchronistically and saved a woman's life I want to hear about that Okay, well, interesting. Again, you were, we were talking about synchronicity. I was called upon by a realtor to take a look at a home that was not selling. When I went to the home, I went up the stairs, put my hand on the doorknob, and could immediately feel darkness, low vibration, negativity, very malevolent energies in the house, so much so that the person that was with me who was assisting me was terrified to go into the house. Once I went into the house, and again, the object was, she said, would you please go in and find out why the house is not selling? It's gorgeous. It's underpriced. Why isn't it selling? I went in and I found a host of angry, angry energies, entities, however you want to describe them, in the home. I did a welcoming ceremony, brought them in, found out what the problem was, was able to dismiss them back into the light, raised the vibration of the home, cleared it. Everything was fabulous. It looked different. The house was brighter, lighter. Everything was fabulous. And then I found the true reason why I had been brought into the home. I received a piece of guidance that said, there is a woman around 35 years old who must, must, must 
have a pap smear, must, must, must see a doctor immediately. This is life or death. I received the information, thanks, was thankful for my guidance, and I went back to the realtor and I said, listen, your house is clear. I found out why it wasn't selling. It was filled with malevolent energies. Everything is okay now. However, that wasn't the reason I went to the home. Here is the reason. I need to know who is this person. Quite, quite quickly, we tracked it down to who it was that was associated with the house, who was that age, and who, by the way, had recently just had a pap smear, which was perfectly normal, and had no reason to go back to the doctor. Fortunately, she listened, and I urged her. I said, please, go again. No matter what they tell you, go again. She did, and the pap smear came back uh, very, very bad, and she had to have emergency surgery to save her life. The great news is that, yes, indeed, she is doing well, and it did save her life, and that is why I was sent to the house. But had I not listened to my guidance that said, go there, that woman would have died. And that's how powerful and how important guidance and synchronicity is. Wow. So, So the truth is that when we are in tune, we are an open channel. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. An open channel to divine inspiration. Do you know that when you open that channel, you become more creative? Do you know that you have brilliant ideas? Do you know it's it's like Michelangelo when he, you know, he received the guidance to do the Sistine Chapel. That was divinely inspired. There are certain musical scores divinely inspired, but we must be an open channel. And you can't be an open channel if you're distracted, if you're living in illusion, if you're in a negative place, if you're refusing to ask for guidance because you're too scared to hear what you already know. So the whole idea is to cleanse ourselves to open to that divine inspiration. Yeah. Okay. So um, the thing about being uh, tuned in, Tuning in is all about ridding ourselves of that fear of listening and being able to to end the distractions. Yes. And, you know, let me suggest for your listeners a simple way to tune in. Sometimes it's a little overwhelming for someone to simply sit down and ask for the guidance and say, okay, what do I need to do about my relationship or what do I need to do about X, Y, or Z? I always tell people, ask for a dream. Ask for a dream to give you the information that you need. And I'll tell you a very quick dream. I work with a gentleman who wanted to be or wants to be a rock star. And he, um, you know, he did some rock music and everything was great. And then he realized he didn't really want to be a rock star. He wanted to play acoustic guitar and sing. And so he said to me, what do I do? He said, I only know rock. I'm really good at it. it. You know, acoustic is kind of boring. It's not cool. What will I do? I said, ask for a dream. So that night he dreamed that he went to the doctor, and as he was sitting on the gurney, the doctor said, if you continue to play rock music, you will go deaf. Now, the dream is very simple. It did not need any explanation, any interpretation, no dream book required. It said, stop doing rock. Well, he went on to do acoustic guitar, and guess what? Very successful. Just put out his first CD, And, again, he's following his blueprint because his blueprint was not for a rock musician. 
it's more for a soulful, heartful, you know, very grounded, very together, very loving music. Right, right. You know, one of the other things that I think um, that I encourage people to look at is their own emotions as guides. Although we don't typically do that, we but they can be. They can be um, messages to us about our lives that, like, for example, if we're carrying around loads of resentment, that's definitely a, an emotion, and it certainly can be a clue to where we need to go next. Oh, can it ever. <laughs> resentment resides in the second chakra, and the second chakra is right below the belly button. And let me give you the simple explanation for why people are resentful. It's because you neglected to take care of yourself. If you neglected to put up boundaries and someone stepped over the line, you get resentful. I talk to many healers who say, oh, my gosh, I get a client in and they just won't get off the table even though their time is up and I get so resentful because it puts me behind in schedule and da 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 I say, well, where's your boundary? Mm -hmm. Is your energy behind your words when you say your time is up? What are you doing? Or I hear from wives who say, I'm so resentful and angry because my husband's out playing golf and I'm out here cleaning up the garage. I said, why? Why aren't you taking care of yourself? Why aren't you taking a walk in the woods? Why aren't you playing golf? Why didn't you ask your husband for help? Resentment comes when you don't take care of yourself. So, again, it's one of those red flags that says, stop what you're doing, take a look and say, is my energy behind my words when I tell somebody something? Am I taking care of myself or am I taking care of everyone else before me? Because going back to sacred choices, one of the tribal beliefs I often see in women is that a good woman sacrifices herself for her children. A good woman takes care of everyone before herself. Those are the kinds of limiting beliefs that will put you in a place of resentment. It's a vicious cycle. Change the tribal belief, and the cycle ends. Learn to put your energy behind your words. The resentment goes away. It's that simple. Right. comes down to us all the time, doesn't it? Well, it comes down to a few choices, yes. Spiritual responsibility. Exactly. Okay, so... So we can find out where the next step is lots of different ways. We can look at our emotions. We can look at our intuition. We can look at uh, synchronicity. We can uh, learn to listen to our own, um, I said intuition already, did I? So that we can really tune in to that divine direction for our lives. Yes. Okay. And, you know, sometimes I just tell people, and I do this in a workshop very often, sit down and simply ask, what's next? And I've never gone more than 48 hours without the answer. You see, if you really want the answer, you will get it. And that's what I was talking about when I said put your energy behind your words. If you say you want an answer, if you say you want to heal, but that energy does not run through your chakra system, what I call the cha-ching effect, then you won't hear anything and it'll be silent. Right, right. We're going to talk some more about that silence in just a few minutes after the break. We'll be back with Crystal Nani in just a few moments. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network. I begin each day with an intention to be open to guidance. 
to expect guidance, to trust, and appreciate when guidance comes. With these intentions, each day is easier to navigate. Hi, I'm Sonia Choquette. When I decided to trust my guidance and further my education, I chose the American Institute of Holistic Theology, A-I-H-T. with a soulful pathway to deep learning. In my own home, on my own schedule, I earn my Ph.D. in metaphysics. You know, the value of wisdom only grows, and in developing our own gifts, we can help others evolve, too. That's how it works. These self-paced programs in holistic health, metaphysics, holistic ministries, parapsychic science, and holistic theology can embolden your spirit to change the world. And the time has come for us all to do our part in changing the world. So in this moment, call the American Institute of Holistic Theology. The number is 1-800-650-4325. In this moment, visit AIHT.edu. All my love. Over there, over there's the water. Whoosh, whoosh. And look at all this stuff I'm standing on. It's called sand, and it's everywhere. This woman may sound silly to you and me. It's made up of little tiny pieces of rocks. Teeny little pieces of rocks. But to her two-year-old son exploring the world around him, <laughs> she makes perfect sense. How does it feel when you touch the sand? Is it warm? Uh-huh. It's hard to hold in your hand, isn't it? Uh-huh. Learning starts long before school does, and children are naturally curious. They want to learn, so follow their lead. Take simple, everyday moments, like sorting laundry or playing on the beach, and turn them into learning moments. Is this water? No. Very good. This is sand. Oh, <laughs> no, no, it's not food. It's sand. We don't eat sand. <laughs> turn everyday moments into learning moments. Find out how at bornlearning.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Taking you to the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network. You're listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment about today's show, call in now, toll free, 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You can also send your questions or comments by email to Andrea at andreamatthewslpc.com. Now, back to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. And we're back for the final segment with Crystal Nani talking today about guidance and how to access it. And just before the break, we talked a little bit about the silence, how, how what, so many times we try to get guidance and what we get is silence. And you mentioned how the chakras being closed had an effect on that. I want to talk just a minute about that some more, if you will. Yes, let me talk about three quick things that will also create silence when you're trying to access your guidance. Remember, if you don't really want to know the answer to what you're asking, you're not going to get it. Your energy must be behind your words. You have to really mean it. Second, if you are so distracted by your conflict of being true to your tribe versus true to your spirit by a limiting tribal belief, again, you're going to be so distracted you can't hear anything. Third, if your third chakra is not fully energized, meaning your level of self-esteem or confidence is not as great as it could be, 
you may not feel confident enough to even ask or to even hear or to think that you deserve an answer. So those three things are something you want to watch for if you're not hearing an answer. Okay. Okay. So those are the three things that you may want to spend time meditating on um, and working on in terms of really getting getting some feedback from someone else, also being able to sort of do some journaling, just paying attention to those three issues if they come up. Is that true? Absolutely. And the other thing is, remember, people are sometimes afraid to follow their guidance so they can't hear it. If you make the commitment that says, I'm willing to listen, but I'm not willing to act upon it just yet, nine times out of ten, you'll listen and you'll hear something. Okay. So you don't want to take, swallow the whole pill, just half of it right now. <laughs> <laughs> little bit, little bit. Okay. All right. Well, I want to uh, let our listeners uh, be sure and get know more about you and how they can access your services. So tell us about that. Okay. You can go to my website, crystalnanny.com, and that's C-H-R-I-S-T-E-L-N-A-N-I.com. I teach around the country. We'll be in Jacksonville, Florida in October, Scottsdale in uh, December and March, uh, Disney World in February. We go all over Boston in July. So wherever you are, we're probably coming to you. So that would be what I would suggest. Come to a workshop where I do on-the-spot random readings for people and use them as teaching modalities. Also, many books, Guidance 24-7, Sacred Choices, Diary of a Medical Intuitive to get you started to learn about the energy world and what I do to hear the story of how I develop my gifts and what it does, you know, for other people. I have many CDs, Transforming Your Archetypes, and that was learning about your energetic blueprint, um, developing confidence with the confidence code. Just go on the website. There are so many different ways that you can access the information and find more about it. And I work with a great uh, psychologist, Dr. Rebecca Grace, who is always on hand, you know, to do sessions with people, to help them out, to understand the energy work that I do. And, you know, when I do a reading on someone, sometimes it blows them away, and she can help them, you know, work through the information. Because sometimes it is a little scary what you hear. But, again, knowledge is personal power, and it's important that you have it. Absolutely. So, and they can actually go there and get an individual reading as well. Is that true? They can set up an appointment for an individual reading on your website. They cannot do that on the website right now because I have a little bit of a backlog, but what I do is whatever uh, state that I'm in, I always set up time to do readings a little bit before the workshops. So that would be a good way to do it, to okay. uh, call the office and or go on the website or send an email to info at crystalnanny.com find out where I'm going to be and if there's any openings. I will tell you they do, the minute something goes on the website, those appointments fill up quickly. So be quick. Okay. This is the best I can tell you for now. Okay. But come okay. to a workshop because chances are you're going to get read. Normally 90% of the people get read in a workshop. Okay. Okay. That's wonderful. That that quickly. Okay. So they want to be able to uh, pay attention to where your events are so that they can keep up with that and, and be able to go. Yes. Okay. And, Andrea, I want to thank you for bringing me on to help to promote this work and to help people to learn how to grow spiritually. Uh, everyone has a different way that is right for them. Everyone needs to hear it in their own language. And, again, this is one way that people can access their guidance and start to live that divinely inspired life, which really does lead to a lot of happiness and good health. So thank you. 
Oh, you're so welcome. I'm so glad to be able to talk with you today and, and have the opportunity to let our listeners hear from you. As I said, uh, my first interest in you was the Sacred Choices book. When I found that, I was like, oh, here's a here's a uh, comrade spirit. <laughs> so there I you. really appreciated that book a whole lot. And, and that um, brings me, basically, thank you, thank you. And very quickly, just to say, people always ask me, where do I start? Starting by changing one limiting tribal belief will change your world. It will change everything. So picking up a copy of Sacred Choices and going to any chapter that you are guided to and changing just one belief, and I give you the techniques in the book, will get you started and change everything. Yeah, it's like that bumper sticker I see uh, around here every now and then, question your own beliefs. There you go. Yep, absolutely. So. Yeah, and so we're, that's what this is all about, is beginning to be able to clear yourself of those things that stand in the way of your happiness. And that is one of the things that we have, uh, you know, I remember my own mother saying to me that um, we, don't, we, we don't get to be happy, we just get to be productive. And I was thinking, as she said that when I was a little kid, I was thinking, wow, that's really sad. I don't really like that idea. That's not really yeah. what I want to hear. So, you know, that whole idea is that's a tribal belief that, you know, we're supposed to be productive and life's supposed to be hard and you're supposed to work hard. But really, um, you know, I'd like to offer our listeners the opportunity to consider the paradigm that life is really not supposed to be hard. And how about the fact that you can be more productive when you're happy? Why can't we have both? Absolutely. There you go. Why is it one or the other? And that's the thing with these limiting tribal beliefs. They're very black and white, and you get caught on one side or the other. The whole idea is to create some wiggle room so that we can expand and grow and live a joyous life. That's the whole idea. Absolutely. Absolutely. So challenging your own beliefs means looking underneath the rocks of our, uh, what stops us, all the rocks of the hard parts of our lives, and saying, okay, how did I get this hard thing? What did that mean? How did I get to this place? And what would I like to do with it? Remember that change is easy. Yep, there you go. Thanks again, Crystal Nani, for being on our show today. And next week we're going to be talking to Linda Wolf about listening to your teenager. Um, very interesting service that she offers. So come back again. And remember, your gift, should you choose to accept it, is to give birth to yourself. Thanks again for listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Join us again next Wednesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern Time here on the 7th Wave Network. We'll talk again next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.